are listening to episode 216 of the Fitz Pro podcast. And today is going to be for all of my entrepreneurs in the health and fitness space who are wondering if it's time to outsource, when to outsource, what to outsource in their business. What does that even mean? What can that look like? That is what we are going over today in this episode. Essentially, I want you to know when outsourcing is worth it for you in your business. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. Be sure to check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can go to the show notes to get that link or go to anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. I cannot stress enough, I was just talking with a colleague the other day about the ways that business coaching falls short for most entrepreneurs in the online space and I say that I want you to be profitable, but I also want you to have a sustainable business. And I posted on Instagram last week or two weeks, depending on when this comes out, about reaching a hundred thousand K revenue mark in a year in what it might take in order to do that. And one of the things that I think it takes for most people is outsourcing in some way, shape, or form in order to hit that milestone and certainly beyond that milestone. Now, it totally depends on your business model, and that is what we are going to talk about in today's episode. I've mentioned this in in another episode before, but your first hire in your business does not have to be full-time. I think we think of hiring oftentimes as this really big, huge decision and money suck and things of that sort in our business. And it does not have to be. Hiring can seem so overwhelming to so many entrepreneurs who are going at it alone and who have gone at it alone for a very long time. I remember being at the cheer gym. That's where I coached uh, before getting into the online space and training one of the cheer moms. She was a successful entrepreneur in brick and mortar world. She would always talk about the beauty that comes with hiring people. And I always told her that I just wanted to go at it alone. I never wanted to hire or manage people. And that was something that was very clear to me, which is still the case, I would say. I have one right-hand woman. Her name is Maddie. She is my both my assistant client relations manager, but I also have several contractors that I pay to do certain tasks in my business. That is what I refer to as outsourcing. So outsourcing is not having an assistant, a virtual assistant or other coaches underneath you. By definition from Oxford languages, I literally went and looked this up just to be sure that it was I was on the right track with what I was thinking. Outsourcing is contracted work or abroad. You may choose, this is still in the definition, like as an example, you may choose to outsource this function to another company or do it yourself. This is different than hiring an employee. That's what I want you to see. I like to think about outsourcing 
as one-off tasks or specific duties within your business that someone else can do that you are not required to do yourself. Your goal in business, this is my philosophy, should always be to move closer and closer to the spot where you are only doing the tasks within your business that demand you to do them or tasks that you personally enjoy doing and are fulfilling to you. So for example, I still edit my podcast. I just now, whatever, seven years into business, I'm hiring someone to edit some of my video for me because before I enjoyed doing those things. Could somebody else do it? Absolutely. Could somebody do it better? Maybe even so, but I enjoy doing it. And so it's something that I kept for myself within my business. So I want you to see that, that it's something that either literally only you can do in your business or that you enjoy doing and you still have the bandwidth to keep that for yourself. I think about things like formatting emails for you or design work or editing a piece of media for you or someone to onboard your clients or a piece of that process if that doesn't need to be you. Now that is getting into maybe more of like the VA realm, but I do generally want you to think about things in your business that you could outsource that that do not demand that you are the one doing it. There's a lot of different tasks that we can outsource in business, depending on the business model that you currently have. So how do you know when it's time to outsource? Some people begin outsourcing very early on in business. Others wait five to seven years to outsource. There is no one size fits all equation for this, but I hope that I can give you some questions to ask yourself in order to determine if it might be a good time for you to pay for someone to do something in your business for you on your behalf. This either frees up time for you to do more in your business, or it just literally frees up time period, which is something we all have to work on, especially as solopreneurs, is when you do begin outsourcing, are you outsourcing so that you can continue working the same amount, but more on the things that you want to work on? Or are you outsourcing so that you can work less? My first answer for this as far as when you should outsource is going to be just before when you hit your ceiling. I personally waited to the point of being at my ceiling to hire. I was quite literally busting at the seams in my business. And I definitely should have hired before that in hindsight. I had reached the point where I literally did not have a single extra second in the day to grow my business. I was just trying to take care of all of the tasks in my business to keep it going, to keep it afloat, to keep things running smoothly and all the tasks that I had, I was still responsible for. I do not suggest waiting to this point to hire help. Because when you do hire, this is something I want you to be aware of, is that you may need to have time to create systems or do trainings for a person to follow, create loom videos, whatever, you know, this, this could be so many different things, depending on what type of hiring you're doing, what type of outsourcing you're doing. That requires time from you as well. So oftentimes when we start outsourcing, it can actually feel like our work doubles because we're having to you know, give really, really clear guidance to this person that we are bringing into our world. And again, that depends on what task you're outsourcing, but it is something to keep in mind depending on the task that you are going to outsource. That is why I would ask, do you feel like you are starting to reach your maximum with your client load or just the, the tasks that you have to complete within your business? That's probably a good time to kind of sit down and organize what might be a good task or 
detail in your business to possibly outsource to free up time for you. If you feel like you are approaching that, I want you to determine, like I said, what tasks you might be able to outsource. Ideally, these are tasks that are either very time demanding for you or tasks that you don't enjoy doing. You find them daunting. You have resistance towards them. They take longer than they should. Maybe you're bad at these and it is best for someone else to do them. These are categories that we want to outsource first. You might also go down the route of outsourcing for whatever new thing you are wanting to create. So if your business is for one-on-one, and it is full or at capacity, you still want to take care of these one-on-one clients, but you want to build out some kind of other offer in order to scale. Then perhaps you bring someone on or outsource different tasks involved in creating and bringing this new thing to life, whatever that might be. For instance, I brought on a funnel specialist to help me build out my Fitzpro Foundations funnel because I did not have the time to do the research on my own. I had the time to create the funnel and the workshop and some of the emails, but as far as the strategy behind it and what it all needed to involve, I needed somebody else to just tell me what to do. It was so worth paying someone to just brainstorm with me and tell me what I needed to complete from the creation standpoint, but then have them actually bring all of that to life. That is the first thing I would do. Look at how full you are right now. How at capacity are you? And make moves before you are busting at the seams. Do not do what I did. Please be a bit more proactive. The other question that you can ask is, do you want to be doing something in your business that you are not simply doing because there's one task that is very overwhelming to you, one piece of that task that is very overwhelming, the barrier to entry just feels too high, so you are not completing whatever task that is that you really do want to complete. I had a one-on-one business client who wanted to build out her email list, but formatting the emails literally felt so overwhelming to her, and she hated it so much, she had so much resistance towards it, that it was stopping her from creating, from starting an email list and nurturing that email list. So she hired and outsourced that task and then was able to start and continue building her email list. And she sent two to four emails per month. I believe she paid like $100 per email for this person who was doing this for her. She was, like I said, sending two to four emails per month, which for her was absolutely worth it. So the second thing I want you to consider when you're choosing whether or not to outsource or if it's a good time to outsource is seeing if there's resistance with a certain area of your business, an area of resistance that continuously comes up and stops you from taking action where you want to be taking action. Is it possible to outsource a piece of that? Can you identify what part of that task is the resistance rooted in? And can you hire someone to remove that barrier for you. I also want you to take note as I'm just saying all of these things that this has nothing to do with how many years you've been in business. And I made that note at the beginning that some people outsource very early in business and some people wait five to seven years. I just want to drive that point home because I do think there's this maybe misconception about being in business for a certain amount of years for a certain timeline before you outsource. Or, you know, maybe you missed the chance to outsource because you've been in business for five years. I call bullshit. You can outsource whenever it makes sense for your business and being in alignment and knowing that about yourself is what's most important. 
it's much more circumstantial and individual than a clear cut timeline. Or, you know, once you're checking all these boxes, then you can outsource. The last thing I will say is that you do need to think about your budget. So do you have the bandwidth to outsource? Because you are going to have to pay someone for whatever you're outsourcing. What is your budget for that? Do some research, see what common rates are for the the task, for the work that you need to be done for your business. Determine what you want to spend. What would be worth it to you? Because what's worth it to you is not worth it to me. I have a friend that pays over $800 for her podcast to be produced. Hell to the no. It takes me 20 minutes to edit this bitch and get it up. I'm not paying $800 for that, right? But someone else, that is worth it to them. This is not clear cut, you know, whatever Sally is doing, you need to be doing. No, you need to determine for yourself what is worth it. And remember that you can always stop outsourcing whatever it is that you have started. You are not married to whatever outsourcing decision you make right now. So also keep that in mind. I would say that those are kind of my answers. That kind of wraps up my answers. When it's in your budget to outsource, think about outsourcing. If it's a task that you tend to have resistance towards repeatedly in your business, you see a cycle, potentially look at what it might be like to outsource that. What are your options with outsourcing? And if you would like to create something new or if you can see that you are going to start busting at your seams very soon and you're like, how am I actually going to continuously do this forever? What is the end game here? That is going to be a really good time to look at those tasks that we talked about to possibly outsource. Because if you are busting at your seams, that is going to prevent you from having the time to continue growing or making progress in your business. And that's that sustainability piece that we have to think about. You can actually build a pretty profitable business very quickly in the online health and fitness space. That's what a lot of coaches sell you on is, you know, hit 5K months, hit 7K months, hit 10K months. Okay, well, one, are you hitting those consistently or did you have a big launch and you had one 10K month and then next month you're making two and a half to 3K? That's not sustainable. And two, if you do happen to, you know, really lock in those higher higher revenue months, what is it taking to hit those months and is that sustainable? This is where outsourcing can really help you make that sustainable if you choose to outsource the right things in your business. So I hope that today's episode was helpful for you. Make sure to check out my free workshop if you have not and this stuff is interesting to you. It is the best way to join Fitzboro Foundations, which is my business course that does drip out over six weeks, but I mean, it's going to take you time to implement this course and actually get the long-term results from it. And I am pretty upfront about that within the course. It is not a six-week quick fix. So check that out. If you're interested, go to annymailer.co backslash workshop dash register. If you are not on my main mailing list, check it out because there are podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email. You can go to annymailer.co slash news, and there is a weekly and a daily email for the email subscribers. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzboro Podcast. Podcast.